Hallelujah. So I want to talk about, I get this word, act on what you hear. Uh-huh. Act on what you hear. And so I, I found another, I got a new bedrock truth. I got a new one. Just, it just hit me the other day. And it's, you know, I know it's not deep, but they're good. Number one, God cannot lie. Number two, his word is true. We can trust him. Number three, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And number four, as he is, so are we. Number five, God is for us and not against us. No matter what you're going through, God is for us and not against us. So God is not our problem. Just saying. Let's go. Let's go to Mark chapter three, please. Woo! Woo! My goodness. Praise and worship. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Mm. Mark chapter three, verse 13. Uh, King James. We'll start there. We'll be bouncing around a little bit. Uh, verse 13, and Jesus went up into a mountain and called unto him whom he would, and they came unto him, and he ordained 12, number one, that they should be with him. That's his ministry. That's what he was, that's what, that's the number one call. And that should be our number one call. Not to have the biggest church in the city, not to have some ministry worldwide. No, to be with him. That's it. Put a period right there. But then he said, and that he might send them, uh, send them forth to preach. That's after you hang out with them for a while, right? Right? Um, send them forth to preach and have power to heal uh, sicknesses and to cast out devils. You notice that that's after the fact, right? Um, listen to this in the Passion. It says, he appointed the 12 whom he named apostles because he wanted them to be continually at his side as his friends. Come on, add, continually at his side as his friends. Matthew Henry, sometimes, you know, like some of these commentaries are good. Some, some of them are, are kind of, you, you gloss over them, but this one was really good. It says that, that they should be with him constantly to be witnesses of his doctrine, of his manner of life and patience, that they might fully know it and be able to give an account of it, and especially that they may, might attest to the truth of his miracles. They must be with him to receive instructions from him. You must be with him in order to receive instruction from him. People are, well, God send me. Send. Well, be with him so you can receive instructions from him so you can go and do or act on what you hear if you don't hear him talking to you you can't go in well you can go but you ain't gonna get nothing done he's just gonna show up well i'm here hardy har har what you got it says they must be with him to receive instructions from him that they might be qualified to give instructions to others Jesus had people hanging around with him so he can instruct them so they can instruct others. Right? And it says it will require, I like this, it would require time to fit them for what they were that he designed them for. It will require time. It will require effort. There's stuff you got to do. There's stuff you got to learn. Bible school. You need that. You need the training of working in a church. 
volunteering your time, showing up on time, actually early. If you show up on time, I, I consider you being late, for real. But learning the discipline of doing something and taking that ministry of whatever it is you're called to do here and make it personal, make it your own. Why? Because you're going to be qualified to teach others. When you teach others, you can move on to your next level. Amen. That's awesome. Come on now. I'm preaching. All right. John 8, 31. We know this one, but let's go look at it with our eyeballs. John chapter 8, verse 31. We know it, but it's good to read it anyways. <clears throat> Are you there? And Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, if, if, conditional word, if you continue, see, there's a continuing that we do here and, and with him, we need to continue in my word. Then you are my disciples indeed. It should be in word and deed. And you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. And the more truth you know, the freer you become. Amen? Yeah. The more truth you know, the freer you become. James 1.22, please. Uh, we know it anyways. But be doers of the word, not hearers only. Why? Because you deceive yourself. If you just hear and hear and hear and hear and not do, you're just going to deceive yourself. And you become self-deceived, delusional. Um, New Living, it says, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Other words... Otherwise, you're only fooling yourself. And in the message, it says, act on what you hear. That's where I got my title. Yeah. Act on what you hear. Makes it simple. Just hear it, do it. John chapter 14, please. Woohoo! <laughs> Hallelujah. John 14, verse 15. Jesus said, if you love me, Keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not, neither knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. In you. And verse 17 in New Living says, He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and does not recognize him. But you know him. You know him. We know him. Yes, we do. We know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. Well, later has already happened. He's in us now, right? I like this. Verse 18. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. He's not going to leave us. He said, I will come. And uh, really, he has come. And he's not leaving. He's not leaving. Mm-hmm. Verse 21, back in the King James. He that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me, and he that loves me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest him, <laughs> manifest myself to him. 
I looked up that word manifest years and years ago when I was back in the youth pastor. I don't know if it was a second, third, or fourth tour of duty. That's one of them. Anyways, it's, uh, the manifest is infinitzo. It means to exhibit in person or to disclose by words. He is going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to show up either in person or he's going to disclose, disclose by words. Either way, you're going to get your answer. That's the thing. He showed up and he showed up. He showed up. Come on. And he keeps on showing up. He keeps on showing up. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Verse 23, Jesus answered, he said unto him, if a man loves me, he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode permanent residence with him. He that loves me not keeps not my sayings and the word which you hear is not mine, but the father's which sent me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> These things have I spoken unto you yet present with you. But the Comforter, woo, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Come on. Verse 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives. And <laughs> the world is looking for some peace right now. Come on. Even some Christians are looking for some peace. Everybody's looking for peace right now because people are unsettled. Unsettled. Monday's coming. And people, you know, it's like, are you kidding? Freedom. Glory to God. Not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Don't be afraid. New living. Huh. Yeah. Verse 23. Jesus replied, all who love me, in verse 14, verse 23, all who love me will do what I say. My father will love them. We will come and make our home with each of them. I like that. He's going to make his home with each of you. Very, very personal. Anyone who does not love me will not obey me. Of course. How could you? You don't even know him. And remember, my words are not my own. What I'm telling you is from the Father who sent me. I'm telling you these things, verse 25. Now, while I'm still with you, verse 26. But when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit. And just in case you needed to know who the advocate was. He will teach you everything and remind you of everything I've told you. I'm Listen to this. I'm leaving you with a gift. It's a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift <laughs> the world cannot give. So don't be troubled and don't be afraid. Uh-huh. Chapter 15, verse 26. King James, when the comforter is come, whom I will send to you from the Father, even the spirit of truth, which proceeds from the Father. Okay, I read that and I went, wait, 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 back up. He says, when the comforter has come, whom I will send unto you. Who's sending this? No, 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 no. Jesus is talking here. He said, when the comforter has come, whom I will send unto you from the Father. I read that today and I went, wait a minute. 
Okay, Jesus is going to send the Holy Spirit unto us from the Father. Even the Spirit of truth, which, which proceeds from the Father, and he shall testify of me. How cool was that? I read that because, you know, how many, how many times have you read that and glossed over who's sending this? Jesus has been given a name above all names. I thought, wow. I know there's more to that. And you shall, verse 27, you shall also bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. You have been with him from the beginning. Don't you quit. That is the key. Being with him from the beginning. Staying planted. I heard a guy say this. If you let go of your now, you'll move into your next. You let go of your now, and you will move into your next. You can't reach the, the next rung if you're hanging on to the old rung. You've got to let that go and step out to your next. John 16, he says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In him you might have, no, you will have, you shall have, you will have peace. Peace. In the world, you shall have tribulation. There's a lot of tribulation going on right now. But be of good cheer, for I've overcome the world. First John chapter 1, please. Glory to God. <laughs> Let go of your now and move into your next. <laughs> what is your now? Poverty, tribulation, let it go. Step into your next glory. First John chapter one, verse one, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon. Come on. He heard you seen you looked upon. What are they trying to say here? That which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life, for the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen. How many times are they trying to tell you, look what we saw here? We have seen this. We have seen him. We have seen the works that he did. We have seen what we've done because he ordained us and sent us out. Come on. We have seen the works that we've done. You have seen the works that you've done. And now they're telling people about it. Act on what you hear. Do it. Tell people about the goodness of God in your life. Tell people about the people that, that God worked through your hands to heal people. Tell them why faith comes. Woo, 
Verse 3, that which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you that you also might, may have fellowship. See, they're going to tell you this so you can have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. We're going to tell you about all the cool things. Why? Because we want to stir you up because you can have the same thing happen with you that happened with us. Come on. He said, freely you received, freely give. Give it. Give it. Here, act upon what you hear. Right? Amen. New living. Verse 1. Same verse. First John. We proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning, whom we have heard and seen. We saw him with our own eyes, touched him with our own hands. He is the word of life. This one who is life itself was revealed to us. Life itself revealed to us. We have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. He was with the Father. And then he revealed to us, we proclaim to you today that we ourselves have actually seen and heard so that you may have fellowship with us. Come on. We want you to hang around with us because we hung around with him. We got some stuff. Amen. Mm-hmm. We proclaim to verse three. We proclaim to you that we that we ourselves have actually seen and heard, so that you may have fellowship with us. Our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. Fully. fully. Now, like, there's a whole lot of seen and saw. See. So, what did they see? What did they see? They saw Jesus. But what they see on Jesus? Well, Acts chapter 10, that'll, that'll take us right there, right? Acts 10, um, uh, 38. King James. How God anointed Jesus with Na- Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus the man. Come on. How, how God anointed Brother James of Sackville. <laughs> Waverly, where, where you at? Over there. I don't know. Outside of Dartmouth. Praise the Lord. <laughs> with the Holy Ghost and with power. Right? Two things. Who went about doing good? Well, that's what we saw. That's what they saw Jesus doing. Going about doing good. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with them. They saw that. They saw it with their own eyes. They handled themselves that very same power. When Jesus sent him out. And we are, verse 39, we are witnesses of all the things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly. God said, I'm going to show my son. You thought you had him. Oh, no, 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 no. Verse 41, not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before of God, even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. They ate and drank. We're eating forever. Mm-hmm. Bring the sacrifices. That just smells like smoke and barbecue. Sweet smelling savor. Uh huh. Anyways, verse 42. And he commanded us to preach unto the people 
There's a command. It wasn't a, a suggestion. He commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify. Testify. You, you can't testify unless you have a testimony. And you, like your testimony must be personal to you. Or uh, I was talking to a pastor earlier today, and it's like music, if music doesn't move, if, the, if music doesn't move me, it's not going to move you. If what I'm playing does not move me, it's not going to move you. Right? If what Dana and Joanne are playing doesn't move them, it's not going to move you. But it did move them. There was a sign. Come on, that was an illustrated sermon. It moved them and moved us out of our seats. Right? That's what it does. So your testimony will move you. Why? So you can move somebody else. Bring them out of their stuff. So they can let go of where they are and move into their next. Yes. Amen. Verse 43, to give him, to give all the prophets witness that through his name, whosoever believes in him shall receive remission of sins. And verse 44, I like this because I could see it in my mind's eye happening. It says, and while Peter yet spoke these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all of them that which heard the word. If God is no respecter of persons, People that hear your word should expect. The Holy Ghost to fall. Or rise up. Or maybe both. Kind of like the floods with Noah. Everything opened up and just whoosh. Mm-hmm. Verse 45, they have the circumcision which believe were astonished, and as many as came with Peter, because on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift. It's a gift of the Holy Ghost, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go on a little rabbit, well, it's not really a rabbit trail, it's just backing this whole thing up. Luke 24, 49, it says, and behold, I send the promise, like we just read that it was a gift. Now he's saying, I, behold, I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Acts 1.8, but you shall receive power. What power? You're going to receive this power from on high after the Holy Ghost has come up on you and you shall be witnesses unto me. Why? You, you can't witness without the Holy Ghost. No. Trying to do that is just like just passing out a track with nothing behind it. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Holy Ghost. When after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you should be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in some area. <laughs> come on, Pastor was talking about that on Sunday. Whatever area you end up in, that's your area. That is your area. And unto the uttermost part of the earth. Luke 11, verse 9. We can go there. Luke 11, Luke, Luke. John Luke, verse 11, verse 9. And I say unto you, ask and it shall be given. 
Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asks receives. He that seeks finds. To him that knocks it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any one of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Just ask him. Just ask him. Acts chapter 2. Doesn't this sound like a conversation we had in that? Verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all <laughs> with one accord in one place. Like right now. We're all in one accord. We all get along. Everybody likes everybody? Everybody loves everybody? We're pretty cool. We qualify. Praise the Lord. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty rush, <laughs> of a rushing mighty wind. And it, it should be he, filled all the house where they were sitting. So not, even, not only where they were, but the rest of the house, everything. It filled it. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like of a fire. And he sat on each one of them. When God sits on you, you can't stand up. That's why people go over when they get prayed for. Verse 4, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began, began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Bam. Bam. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. First John 1, verse 5, is going to be in the, in the uh, New Living Translation. First John 1, 5. This is the message we heard from Jesus, and now we declare it to you, that God is light. There is no darkness in him at all. So if we're lying, we are lying. We say that we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We're not practicing the truth. Practicing. Practicing. We're just practicing. Learning this thing. But if we, live, if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other. Like right now, we're having fellowship with each other. We're worshiping together. We're listening to the word together. Huh? Come on now. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we claim, verse 8, if we claim we have no sin, we're only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. Yeah, be real. Be real. Verse 9, but if we confess our sins to him, to him, him. He is faithful. He is just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness or all unrighteousness. If you're cleansed from un being unrighteous, what's that make you? Righteous. You're good to go. Verse 10, if we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our heart. Chapter 2, verse 1, this is all continuation. My dear children, so who's he talking to? Us. I'm writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, who is truly righteous. He himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sins, and not only for our sins, but the sins of all the world. Amplified. 
Verse 2, he that same Jesus himself is the propitiation. We heard that word before, the mercy seat, or they say the atoning sacrifice for our sins, not for ours alone, but also for the sins of the whole world. Come on. All right. Here's my point. I got this in Matthew chapter 28. I got that. Man, this thing. I, I done all that to get to this. Matthew chapter 28, 18. You might already know this, but if it just, if it just blessed me. All right. <laughs> Matthew 28, 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the ends of the world. Amen. The word teach in the Greek. Mathetuo, M-A-T-H-E-T-E-U-O. It means this, to become a pupil, to disciple, to become a disciple, to instruct, to be a follower or disciple of someone. What did we start with? Jesus picked people to what? Be with him. We, Jesus told us to teach people what to be with you to teach them what jesus taught them so we could teach others okay you know all right it means to become a disciple to instruct to be a follower or a disciple of someone in the sense of adhering to the teachings or the instructions of a leader and in promoting the cause of such a leader to fo- <laughs> Promoting the cause of such a leader. Pro- <laughs> the cause of Jesus, what he did, go ye. Act on what you hear. Act on all the things that he told you to do. He said, Lord, I'm with you always. I'm there to back you. I got your back. I got you six. You know what I like? Come on. It's true. Disciples. People to hang out with. Come on, you want to you want to you want to illustrate a sermon, Pastor Gary and myself. Pastor became a disciple to Jesus. I became a disciple to Pastor Gary. What did he do for me? He taught me uh, everything that I know, so I can teach people what I have learned from him, what he has learned from heaven. This thing has gone full circle back to Mark chapter three. Where we started, Jesus called those people, number one, to be with him. We're called to get people to be with us. Why? So we can disciple them. Family. Family. Come on. It is. It made it so blatantly obvious. All family. Come on. We're family. Family. I got my brothers and sisters with me. Come on. And those who manifest that they are his disciples by what? Abiding in his word. 
What? You abide in his word, you become his disciples indeed. Well, you can't be indeed unless you act on what you hear. Amen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> John 13, here we go. <laughs> 34. <laughs> that was good. Verse 34. Come on. We're hooked up. He says, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another as I have loved you, and that you also love one another by this. Come on. They, all men and women, will know that you're my disciples if you have one, love one to another. Yes. New Living says in verse 35, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. It's going, that's why that sign that's out in the front, I put that up there. Prove to everyone. Forget how I wrote it. Anyways, go look at it. You'll see it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It came as a revelation, and I put it up this week. So it's fresh. Last set of verses. Um, Jesus always gets his prayers answered, correct? Thank you. Jesus always gets his prayers answered, correct? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Listen to this. John 17, verse 20 to 23 in the Passion Translation. Jesus is praying. And it says, Jesus prays for you. Listen to this. And I ask not only for these disciples. 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 Uh-huh. But also for all those who will one day believe in me through their message. Verse 21, I pray for them all to be joined together as one, as one, even as you and I, Father, are joined together as one. I pray for them to become one with us. And the side note there, it says, or in us. Wait. I pray that we may become one in him. In him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In him. Not with us. Not with him. But in him. In him. Okay. So, so that the world will recognize that you sent me. Verse 22. For the very glory you have given me, I have given them so that they will be joined together. That's what the glory is for, to join us together. Come on now. Uh-huh. Join together as one and experience the same unity that we enjoy. Imagine the, the unity that God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Ghost enjoys together. They've been together since, since the beginning. It says, yeah, so that they will be joined together as one the same, and experience the same unity that we enjoy. Side note, it is important note to know it is important to note that the key to unity among believers is experience the glory of God that Jesus has imparted to us. I will read that again. It is important to note that the key to unity among believers is experiencing the glory of God that Jesus has imparted to us. He has given it to us. We need to stir it up. 
That's what we did. Exactly. Verse 23. You, you live fully in me, and now I live fully in them, so that they will experience perfect unity. <laughs> Side note. The Aramaic, Aramaic is shrink into one. This unity is going to shrink us into one. That's the glory of God. Changing us from glory to glory. It's going to start like this, but we're going to be shrunk and squeezed into one. The whole body. The whole body. Oh, so all of a sudden, it's like a laser beam. Come on. It's going to start wide, and then it's going to get real, real narrow. Oh, glory to God. So, it says shrink into one. When we see Jesus in one another, our vaulted opinions of ourselves will shrink. When I see the Jesus in you, my opinion of you is going to change. It has to. When we see Jesus in the people that we don't really like, It changes you. It, can't, it makes it real hard to cuss them out or even think bad thoughts, right? <laughs> it says, yeah, when we see Jesus in one another, our vaulted opinions of ourselves will shrink and the world will be convinced that you sent me. Yes. Why? Because we're not eating one another. Come on. Some churches, they're only, you know, the sheep eat their, they, they, the sheep, when you've been sheep bit, you know what, it, like, you, there's nothing like it. Sheep bit. Yeah, you haven't been bit till you've been sheep bit. Yeah. <laughs> been bit by a dog, by a sheep, it hurts a little bit more. Praise the Lord. Anyways, it says, And the world will be convinced that you sent me, for they will see that you love each one of them with the same passionate love that you have for me. Go and make disciples. It's like Pastor said with the woman at the well. Have a conversation. Just start talking to people. Right? Especially now, after, like, you know, because the masks come off on the 21st. Yeah. Right? Amen. But the thing is, people are freaking out. So be sweet to one another if you see somebody that's got a mask on. Yeah. Don't con- Yeah. But don't condemn people that are going to wear a mask. Because how are you going to reach them? Because then you're not treating them like, uh, like you're seeing Jesus in them because of your vaulted opinion of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, come on now. Yeah. I could say that. Don't be judging people because of your vaulted opinion of yourself because you're free. Yeah. They're not. So help them get free. Be a friend. Put your mask on if they're around there and then talk to them. Get <laughs> vaulted opinion of yourself. Get yourself out of the way. I approve of this message. Praise the Lord. <laughs> ah, love one another. Be a disciple. Praise the Lord. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for this night. Oh, thank you, Lord. You showed up big. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your glory. We thank you, Lord, for this word that we're forever being changed, Lord, from glory to glory. So we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your all that you are. We bless your name, Lord Jesus. You are Lord of our lives today. We give you praise and glory. Amen. 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 Woo.
We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.